Hey everyone, and welcome back to Inside the Morgue. We're your hosts and lovely autopsy techs, Jess and Alice. Today, we're playing our favorite game. You guessed it, Morbid Curiosity. So, let's get into it. Alright, Alice, to start us off, if you were to get a memorial tattoo, who would it be for and what would it look like? And would you add the cremation ashes into the ink? Ooh, this is a tough one. I, well, yes, I would definitely get a memorial tattoo for someone. And obviously it would be personalized to whoever I'm getting it for. This is so lame. The only thing I can think of is my lizard. That <laughs> <laughs> died, like... I love that. I I wanted to get, like, a little... He was a blue-tongued skank. And I, I almost did it. And maybe I still will one day. I almost wanted to get, like, a little cartoon blue-tongued skank. Like, I found, like, a really cute picture of, like, a little... Aww. A little cartoon lizard with a little blue tongue. And I thought about doing that for my little guy, Targaryen. Um, I wouldn't add his ashes to the ink. I do have his ashes on my mantle, but I wouldn't add them to the ink. That's just a personal thing for me. But then I obviously have some of my, like, I would also get, like, a memorial tattoo for maybe my grandparents. I don't know what I would get, though, for them. That's tricky, though. But I don't, I think I'm, I'm not... I'm not about the cremation ashes in the ink. But I I do think it's a cool idea, though. I think it's a cool concept. I just don't think it's my, Mm -hmm. for me. I don't think it's my personal taste. Yeah, I feel that, too. What about you? I I think I would definitely get a memorial tattoo. My sister actually has a memorial tattoo for our Nana, who passed away a few years ago. Um, She passed away from cancer, so my sister got the word believe and the ribbon at the end is the the colored cancer that she Mm -hmm. died from. Um, and that's on her side, but it obviously it doesn't have her, her cremation ashes in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, she got that for a Nana. So I feel like I always told myself like I, I would do something similar to that. I just, I don't know what exactly I would get, but I think it would be for her. I love that. There's um, something that I've seen that I've always loved. I've seen a few people do this online. Um, they get their loved one's handwriting like if they had a card that says like love grandma and like they'll get like that tattooed oh yeah and i am so my fiance costa is the opposite of me and he usually doesn't keep things unless they're like super sentimental but i have a whole big box of cards that people have given me like loved ones have sent me for like birthdays or graduations or like big life events and i I go through those sometimes when I'm having a bad day and I just read them. And I have one card from my grandmother and it was actually right after my grandma or was my grandpa had just passed away and my grandma sent me a letter and I like, I found it like a couple weeks ago and I like teared up and I was like, Oh, grandma's handwriting. And like, I have some cards from my grandfather who's passed away too. And I don't know. I just, I think like getting like handwriting like that would be cool too. No, I definitely love that. And I feel like if you got it, like, on your wrist or somewhere on your arm where you can, like, always see it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're always with you. I love that. hmm So we also decided to ask our fiancés these questions and see what their answers were. So, Jess, what did Dom have to say? Dom said that he probably wouldn't. He doesn't have any tattoos. I don't know if he's planning on getting a tattoo anytime soon either. Mm-hmm. It's not really for him. But he said if he did, it would most likely be for his dad. His dad is, him and his dad are huge car guys, so it would probably be something Cadillac related or like a Chevy logo. I love that. That's cool. I asked Costa, and he said he already has a few tattoos. He loves tattoos like me. And 
He said he would consider getting a hockey puck and a hockey stick for his grandmother. She helped him. She helped get his uncle into the sport and eventually got his brother and him involved. Costa loves hockey. I think that was like one of the first things I learned about him. He is a huge hockey player. He's very good. And he still plays in some leagues sometimes and he referees hockey too. He said he wouldn't want his ashes in the ink though. <laughs> He's not about that. That's not his style. But yeah. Next question. If you could bring someone back from the dead for one day, who would it be and why? Okay, so I've been thinking about this all day. And there's <laughs> nobody like in my life that like plays like a really big part in like my life that has like done something or like there's no actors or like writers or whoever that like impacted me in a way that I would like want to bring them back or like anything like that. But I do think it would be fun to bring Dr. Samuel Gross back for a day and have him come to our morgue and Get him. show him how gloves work. <laughs> we, we make him listen to our podcast and we're like, see how many times we talk about PPE? It's important. <laughs> I love that answer. That's incredible. Show him how far we've come and that you can be very sanitary doing gross things. I hope he would come to my cubicle and he'd see the painting that I have of him up and he'd be like, is that me? My hair looks horrible. I'm just kidding. <laughs> my hands are gross. See, get it. You look gross, dude. Wash your hands. <laughs> I love that answer. Who would you bring? So I went sentimental with this at first and I was trying to think of like people who I've personally known and cared about that passed on that I'd like to bring back. And obviously, I'd love to bring them all back. One in particular, though, would be my grandmother on my mother's side, because she actually passed away before I was born. So I never got to meet her. But I've heard all these stories about her. And I've been told that I'm a lot like her in some ways, like she loved to paint. I also like to paint. I actually have her painting table where I do my paintings on like she used to paint on it. And so I think I'd bring her back just to like meet her. That's so nice. And just be like, hey, oh my God. But now I want to think of someone. Oh man. I want to think of like a celebrity or someone famous to bring back too. I don't know. I, your answer was the best one. I don't know if I can top that. That was a good one. <laughs> Maybe Rosalind Franklin. She is Ooh. a scientist who doesn't get enough credit for her involvement in discovering DNA and the double helix and all that. I bring her back and I chat with her. That'd be really cool. Just to get their insight on like what they were thinking and what they think about everything that we have now. Yeah. What did Costa say for this one? Costa had two answers. He said, Abraham Lincoln, I could have told you like when Stop. I Stop, Dom almost said that too. <laughs> I could have told you his two answers because these are like two historical figures that he's very into. Uh, so Abe Lincoln, because he overcame depression and several failed businesses to heal a nation at its most divided moment. I'm reading the text that he sent me. Like he said this verbatim. Or Oppenheimer to hear his perspective on how he feels about how his creation changed the world for better or for worse. Those are some good answers. Right? I asked Dom and Dom's first answer was Lincoln. And then he thought about it some more and he changed it. So he changed it to a man named Dick Winters. He's from the Easy Company, 101st Airborne, which was made famous by the show Band of Brothers, which is Dom's favorite show ever. Costa loves that show, too. <laughs> Are they the same person? Are they? I don't think the same person. Are we the same person? <laughs> yes. 
But Dom, Dom loves history. He's like the biggest history buff I've ever met. And he talks about Band of Brothers nonstop. And just, like, the history behind Band of Brothers and, like, everything that they did mm-hmm. in the war. And, like, Dick Winters was, I guess, a very influential person for Dom. Oh, that's awesome. All right, moving on. Would you attend a seance? And what question would you ask someone on the other side? Okay, I know. I know we are women of science and women of logic. And I'm going to, I've quoted this before. I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious, like Michael Scott. <laughs> I would not attend a seance. I've seen far too many horror movies where they're like, oh, I think I'm talking to grandma and it's some demon that they unleash. So, mm-hmm. no, I don't think I would attend a seance. Um, but let's say hypothetically I did. What question would I ask someone on the other side? I don't know. I'm scared to know the answer, right? Like, I do I want to know what it's like on the other side? Like, I guess that would be my question. What's it like on the other side? What's waiting for us on the other side? But see, I don't know if I want to know the answer because what? What if they're like, it's awful, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, oh damn! It's like a, a never-ending hell. Yeah, like maybe if I unleash a demon by accident, that's what they'd say. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I think it, I would be very, very hesitant to attend a séance. I've seen Ouija boards and movies like Alice <laughs> does not end well. You always you always summon a demon and they always forget to like close the portal or something. Yes. It's always the thing. But yeah, hypothetically, if I did attend a séance, I think I would just like ask to get to know whoever I'm talking to. I wouldn't like ask about the afterlife. I'd be like, "Hey, what's your favorite color? Do you like ice cream?" Oh, see, those are good questions. <laughs> You know what I'd ask them? I'd ask them how they died and, like, <gasps> yes, why they were coming to us in that moment. Unless we're, like, partic- like specifically trying to talk to a specific person. Uh, if we're just, like, if the group is just trying to do a seance, just talk to anybody, I'd be like, what's your deal? How do you, how did you live and how did you die? What did you do for a living? <laughs> what was your financial income like? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me see. Uh, did you have a 401k? Do you have your W-2 <laughs> on you? Let me just check you out. What did you do for a living? <laughs> Do you have two forms of ID? Get to know them. <laughs> Do you have two forms of ID so you can prove that you're not a demon? Great, thanks. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Would Dom be down to go to a seance? He said absolutely. And then his question would be, what is the afterlife like? He's not a man of logic. Costa and Dom can go to a seance together because Costa also said he would go. (laughs) And he didn't have a specific question in mind. He said it would depend on what spirits were in the room at the time. So I guess he would try to get to know the spirits, figure out who they are. That's fair. Feel their vibes. Get their vibes. If they're demonic or not. (laughs) Yeah, that would probably be the first question. (laughs) Are you a demon? That's what I would ask. (laughs) Are you evil? Are you going to kill us? <laughs> Do it in like the, the girly voice, the pick me girl. My, are you evil? My valley girl voice. Are you, are you bad? <laughs> are you going to kill me? Are you going to kill me? <laughs> <laughs> so our next question. Would you take a photo at a funeral? Would you go as far, and I can't believe this is a question in the game, to take a selfie with the deceased? Okay. 
So take a photo. I feel like I would take a photo with nobody there and just like like the spread of like the the luncheon afterwards. I feel like that always gets photographed and like the tables and like families together. Okay. People always take photos then because it brings people together. People you haven't seen in a really long time. I don't think I would take a photo at the actual funeral. Like the service. Yeah. Yeah. I also like people do take pictures at the actual service of like people giving their speeches. Which is different, I think. But I would never, never take a selfie with whoever the funeral is for. I thought you were hesitant when, like, at the beginning when you were like, listen. <laughs> I'm like, wait, no, you wouldn't take a selfie. Please tell me you wouldn't. Listen, Alice, you should know me better. <laughs> I would. <laughs> if it's me, you have permission, though, because it'd be funny. But <laughs> It's going to be on our Insta post. <laughs> oh, my God. You'd be like, Alice is really inside the morgue now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, that was dark. <laughs> Alice is on the other side of the morgue. Join our Patreon for that content. No, <laughs> side note, we do have a Patreon, so feel free to go find it on our Instagram and it, it'll be linked below in our show notes yes. if you're interested. My funeral is not going to be posted on there. This was all a joke. <laughs> I'm not dying anytime soon, I hope. <laughs> Jess will not be posting pictures for my funeral for content <laughs> it would be so dark I, I feel like you'd get a lot of likes on it though but what if people think you're trolling the internet oh my god i just fake my own death you're faking your death for likes for clout you gotta take a selfie with me and i just rise up surprise <laughs> hello <laughs> thank you surprise, all for coming bitch. bet you thought you seen the last of me <laughs> that happened like a guy faked his funeral or faked his death to see who cared and i'm like that's so sad that you had to go that far like i feel like i hear a lot of those stories i don't know where i hear them but i feel like i do there's several <laughs> steps you can take to talk about your feelings before you gotta fake your own death to see who cares oh my god but would you take a photo at, at a funeral i don't think i would like i understand like not during the service like not with like the casket up front mm -hmm. um but like afterwards like i feel like I, all the funerals i've been to everybody goes out for like a lunch or a dinner and sometimes people are like hey let's take a photo together like we haven't been together in a while that's that i think is fine i don't think i would take one at the actual service unless i'm like specifically asked to like hey like i'm giving my speech up here take a photo of this or yeah i don't know what other circumstances would be but i don't i don't think i would I definitely wouldn't take a selfie that just seems like you're... You want to take a selfie with grandma? <laughs> you're asking to get haunted. Like, that <laughs> is insane. She'd come back at the seance and destroy you. <laughs> That's what I would ask. Did somebody take a selfie at your funeral? <laughs> That's what I would ask during the seance. <laughs> Do you need me to go fight someone because they took a selfie at your funeral? <laughs> I'll do it. Just tell me where they are. Yeah, just, just give me their, what's their address. I'll just go talk to them. What was Costa's answer? He wouldn't take photos or take a selfie. He said something just feels a little off about that to me. To him. Well, that's what he said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dom agreed. He said, absolutely not. Cool. We're all in the same boat there. So next question. Have you ever experienced anything supernatural or otherworldly? And do you believe in ghosts? So I know, again, like I said, I know we're women of logic and science and Sometimes I get made fun of for the answer I'm about to give. But yes, I do believe in ghosts. I do believe. My house that my parents, or I say my house, it's not actually my house. It's my parent, where my parents live. It actually used to be my grandparents' house. And 
my grandmother and my pop, uh, my pop is still with us. My grandmother's the one who passed away before I was born. They built the house. And so it's like a known thing in the family that grandma haunts the house. And it's just not like anything evil. We just always like feel her presence there. And there have been a couple of weird things that happen where we're like, oh, grandma's around. And like one thing that happened was there was a, we, the house is like right off of a river and there was a huge flood one year and the basement, we have a finished basement and it got like ruined and grandma's favorite thing that she put in the basement when she moved in, like when they first built the house is she had a laundry chute that went from like upstairs down to the basement right into the laundry room. So you can just throw your shoes or your, not your shoes, your clothes down the chute goes right into the hamper. It was something she loved. It's something we still have and we kept in the house. But to clean like part of the basement and redo it, they had to take the laundry chute out. And my aunt and my mom joked like, oh, grandma's going to be mad about that. And um, while they were doing all this work on the house, my dad, my uncle, and my aunt were there. And they had a camera with them. And they were, like, taking pictures of the damage. And I was going through the pictures with them. They were showing me the pictures because I wasn't there when the flood had happened. And we got to one picture. And there were only three people in the house. It was my aunt, my uncle, and my dad. But there was a picture that looked like it was from inside the laundry chute of the three of them standing in the other room oh my god and so we're like oh my god grandma took a picture of you and it was oh that is so creepy my uncle is superstitious and he won't go into our house alone like he if my parents aren't always up there they're in the process of like moving up there full time and so if we ever need someone to check on the house he's gone over and he's been in there alone before and he's felt like a breeze but like all the windows are closed and so like he doesn't like to go there by himself because <laughs> like things Ooh. happen but oh my god yeah so that's the one Stop, the, that would freak me out for life the first thing came to mind but is we know it's grandma and we know she's she's never done anything bad it's just like little things here and there she scared costa one time i'll tell that story after his answer <laughs> what is your answer so i i personally i don't know if i believe in ghosts i've never had like a an experience with anything like supernatural like that other than like the few times I think I have like at in our morgue like definitely the old morgue I've heard things mm-hmm. and when I have been the only oh, one man. there and I'm like oh my god there's a freaking ghost in here and in our new morgue oh my god yeah like do you remember the time I think we actually talked about this in a podcast episode I was in my office and you weren't there yet, but our offices were right next I to know, each other. I know. Why did I say that and first? That there was... was like paper rustling around in your office, and like the hallway was dark. Mm-hmm. It was only my light on, and I was just like Alice. And then you came in, but I wasn't there yet, or something. And you heard rustling you, from mine. You had left for the day already, and then I heard paper rustling in your office, and I just went up front because I was like, I don't know what's here. I don't know who's here. I'm gonna go up front. Where I'm gonna are. mind my own business. I'm minding my own business. We talked about this in it was one of our autopsy of Jane Doe episodes. I think it's episode 19. Yeah, but we that episode is so funny because we hadn't told each other that before, and you had said it. You're like, yeah, I heard paper rustling from your office, and I was like, shut up! I heard paper rustling from your <laughs> office. And we freaked out about our morgue being haunted. I've also so we have this freezer that's like in the hallway of our morgue, and I've walked past it. And I've heard, like, kicking from inside. And I'm like, nope, I'm just going to keep walking. 
Nobody's actually locked inside, guys. <laughs> we checked. No, and I feel like there's a logical explanation for it, but it just it sounded like somebody was kicking from the inside, even though like, there's there's no bodies in there. I've heard it too, and it's it's freaked me out. Sometimes if I'm the only one in, like if it's a Saturday or something and I'm the first one in and I go to the back, we have like the doors to the autopsy suite are like those motion sensor doors. So like you stand in front of it and they just open. And I was at the other end of the hallway and the door just kept like, like opened and closed a few times on its own. Like somebody was walking in and out and I'm like, nobody else is here. <laughs> Who is here? That's what, oh my God. It was, it was probably a few weeks ago now. I was the only one there in the morning and our x-ray room is attached to our autopsy suite, just like by those like sliding motion sensor doors. And I heard something like a loud bang or something come from the x-ray room. And I was standing in the autopsy suite and I was like, all right, I'm leaving. I'm going up front. Like this, this ghost is not haunting me. And then I had to go back because I had to do an x-ray. And I, I saw like a sign, like a framed sign had fallen I was like, I was not, I'm not checking this out right now. <laughs> I would have done the same exact thing. I would have been like, nope, I'll figure out what it is later when other people are here. <laughs> That's a future dress problem. <laughs> okay, what was Costa's answer? Costa said, ghosts, yes. A few, and this is actually one of my mom's phrases that we've learned from her. She calls them, quote, God winks. It's just like little little coincidences like here and there that make you think of someone like she like little signs from people that have passed she calls them godwinks but he's like yeah a few godwinks recently throughout my life suggests to me that there is a world or consciousness beyond what we experience so yeah little messages that's i love godwinks that's adorable yeah it's like i'm trying to think of it i had one today actually so today is actually Weirdly enough, it's my grandmother on my mom's side who passed. It's her birthday, and it's my grandfather on my dad's side. So not like they weren't married to each other. They were, on, they were in-laws, but they had the same birthday, and today is their birthday. And I have um, my grandfather, both my grandfathers, but my grandfather on my dad's side was chief of detectives. He was a homicide detective, and they're both part of the reason why I got really into forensics because I always heard their stories of their careers, and I just loved it. Um, but recently my parents were cleaning out their house and they found an award from my grandfather on my dad's side, my grandpa. And it was like a detective award or something for, I don't know, like, I think it was like policeman of the month or something. And so they gave it to me. It's from like 1975 and I keep it in my cubicle now. And we had a detective in today for something and I was chatting with him a little bit and he saw the award and he was asking me about it. And I was talking about my grandpa and it was really nice talking about my grandpa. And then I was like, oh my God, today's his birthday. And even the detective was like, that's so weird. I was like, I know. And I was like, oh, it's a little like a little thing. Yeah. Aww. A little something like that. My mom calls him Godwinks. <laughs> that's adorable. What did Dom say? So Dom is a very firm believer in goats. So there's this local haunted mansion that he used to go to, his mom used to work at, and he hasn't been there in a while, but he would go there when he was like, younger, I think, and they they do, like, a whole bunch of, like, those, like, ghost, like, TV shows, like, you can, like, stay overnight, you can go, like, ghost hunting and all that, but, like, this this house, like, when it was, like, back in the day, and, like, people actually lived there, I, I don't know what happened in this house, specific, specifically, but it is very haunted, I've heard, and Dom has been in there with his mom and his aunt and, like, everybody, like, who works there now. And they had, like, a, one of those white noise machines. 
and he said that he heard quite a few answers come through on that machine and so like how the house is laid out like I think it was like the top floor like the third story it was like the kids room up there he like there's like a strange feeling he got when he was walking up there and like he can't go up there whoa like he refuses to go up to that floor that's crazy yeah I wish I I wish I had like I wish I could tell the story better but that's I all I know. Say, that was great. But next time we all hang out, I'm definitely going to need more details from Dom. Yeah. <laughs> I love a good ghost. His mom has actually had very many encounters there. The, so she used to like do the gardening for this haunted mansion. And when they had like those white noise boxes um, and they were like talking to the ghosts and everything, one of the ghosts was like, oh, the gardener did this. And... They were talking about Dom's mom because she would work outside and do the gardening. Stop. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. I need to know way more about this. That's so, that's so crazy. <laughs> we'll go out for drinks and Dom can tell all the ghost stories. Yes, there's nothing I love more than talking <laughs> about ghosts over drinks. Let's do this. <laughs> all right. Our next and final question Make a case for which astrological sign would be the best Grim Reaper. Okay. I don't know a lot about astrological signs, but I read a few just like basic like description is, like what personalities fit them. And I think that Grim Reaper would be either an Aquarius or an Aries. Ooh. I'm an Aquarius. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> So what is what is your reasoning behind picking those two? So I feel like so like Aquarius, they are like humanitarians, they're visionaries, they're just like spirited and passionate people. Um and like that's like they're attracted to those people too. And I just feel like that fits Grim Reaper in some way. Like they're looking toward the future and like sometimes the future like stops at a certain point and Grim is there to like stop that and like start a new one. I, I also believe in like reincarnation mm -hmm. so like maybe he's continuing that future in some way oh very cool very cool if that makes sense i don't know Ooh. yeah it's a very well thought out response i'm definitely not looking up summaries of zodiac signs on my computer while you're talking <laughs> i actually know a little bit about i do enjoy astrology i i don't know how much i believe in it but i do enjoy it i think it's fun i got more into it during like uh like pandemic lockdown because for some reason my whole like i got into tiktok as many people did and for some reason astrology things kept popping up on my tiktok and so i got very into like what my earth or what my sun moon and rising signs are or what um, i don't know it's very fun but still i had a hard time with this question and i feel like my gut answer at first was scorpio just because they the vibes i usually get from people who are Scor scorpios are like spooky <laughs> so like that's probably because they're usually like october november birthdays which is spooky season they're elusive and mysterious and from what i'm literally reading right now they use emotional energy as fuel cultivating powerful wisdom and so i don't know through physical and unseen realms, which I just sounds very Grim Reaper-ish. It does. I love your answer, though, because I'm an Aquarius and I would love to be the Grim Reaper. <laughs> I also, I just looked it up again to, like, get a better description of, like, what an Aquarius is. And it says that they have a very strong sense of social justice and making the world a better place. And they see themselves as one link in an endless human chain. 
and they're very concerned about others, not because of how others treat them or how they want others to treat them. I was also thinking not to just us tell each other each other's signs, but I was actually thinking Capricorn also. I'm a Capricorn. Capricorn. Because all the Capricorns I know are very, they're very logical, but very caring. And so it's, it's like they're going to do what they need to do, but in a caring way. And so like, I don't know, just like Grim Reaper has a job to do. It's a hard job. They're going to do it, but they're going to be kind about it in a way, which I like to think the Grim Reaper is. Grim Reaper has to do its job, mm-hmm. but yeah. Oh, I love that. Those are good answers. We're so good at this. <laughs> Dom didn't have an answer. He doesn't know anything about signs. Costa actually had a really good answer. <laughs> Do tell. And I think it's mostly because it's his sign. And But he made a good case for it. So he said Libra with a little happy face because he is a Libra. And he said, there's a reason justice is holding the scale because that's the sign for Libra. It's like the scales of justice. Mm-hmm. This is him saying this. I am here to evaluate all aspects of your life and judge you in accordance with your sins. You know, that is a actual, that's actually a really good case for why Grimm should be a, right? uh, a Libra. That's, that was good. I was, I was also going to say Libra, but it was after he said it, but I didn't want to just copy his answer. But mm-hmm. he made a good case for it. He made a good case for Libra. Maybe, maybe Grimm's a Libra. Maybe Grimm is. He could be all of the signs. I was say Grimm is. He's everything. just a mix. Yeah, he's he has, everything. Grimm has a whole chart. We got to do his whole star chart. He can be a Libra sun with an Aquarius moon and a Capricorn rising. Who knows? Yeah, maybe, and maybe in Aries Venus. I don't know. I'm just making. I was just throwing more signs in there. <laughs> I'm just going to Google what is Grim Reaper's zodiac sign and just see if anything funny comes up. The first thing that came up is Aquarius. So did you hit the nail on the head? Damn. Look at me. First thing that popped up is a so synced article, a personality database that said Grim Reaper is an Aquarius. I'm like, that's all right. Nice. Does Grim Reaper have a birthday? You need the birthday, the location of their birth, and like the time of their birth. Did you look a full chart all right we're gonna i'm talking we're gonna like, do his full chart we're gonna find out this information <laughs> we're gonna do groom reapers full chart stay tuned stay tuned <laughs> all right on that note thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of inside the morgue if you enjoy our podcast and want to learn more about forensics keep on listening you can also join our patreon so go find us over there and you can find us on instagram at inside the morgue pod and always dm us anything you want to talk about We'll be back next week for a brand new dissection. 